to the 37th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, February 10th, 2023. It is Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> Super Bowl. Yay! The production value goes up. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing a bet to bet where illegal. And remember to never bet when you cannot lose. Very important to remember that last one. This is the last week of our ongoing wager, and we'll see how we're doing. And then we'll get into daily wagers, locks of the week, Hail Marys, and some prop bets for you for the Super Bowl. And I said Super Bowl. And check out our bonus picks and commentary at Twitter at UBet underscore podcast. So thanks for joining us today. Let's go around this horn and see who we have on the field. Go to a man who's finally found some inspiration from a certain Green Bay quarterback. Let's see how Mike is doing this week. Yes, uh, certainly not inspired by Brett Favre because he's still an asshole. But Aaron Rodgers kind of is showing me the way lately. Um, I took his advice and I went on a darkness retreat. Just studying, meditating in the dark for the final week of the contest to see exactly what I needed to pull through. I was in there for hours. Suddenly a sandwich appeared through the door. I live alone. I don't know where it came from, but it was delicious. And I am ready to take the lead this final week. I was completely inspired, and I am focused, and I am ready. That is amazing. Awesome. But you did promise me that was going to make sense. Didn't. No. Do you know about what Aaron Rodgers is doing? Not a clue. He is going on a darkness retreat. To figure out the future. He's, his future, though, is to take, I don't know, $100 million from Green Bay or get traded. So he's going to go on a darkness retreat where he spends four straight days in complete darkness. Wow. Yes. And he said in it that there's a little slot in the door where people will slide in food. Ah, that's the sandwich eat. reference. I get it. Yes. All See, right. That's. Uh, did it make sense to you, Dave? I'm just hungry now and <laughs> tired and sleepy. <laughs> so speaking of which, let's go to the man. Had a great beginning. It's going to totally, now it totally makes sense. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I totally got it. Now. Why, don't you, why don't you tell us how you did last week? Three and two. That's called a winning week. There you and go. what does that put you at? I am currently at 26, 34, and one. 26, 34, and one. All right. So. Thank you for that, and I need to look more to the darkness retreat. Uh, let's go to the man who represents the yin and the yang of sports wagering. Dave, how did you do? After uh, coming off of a beautiful 6 and one week, um, I went conservative and only had four bets last week, and I lost all four, oh, uh, which yes. is sad. So Sorry. just give you guys a little bit of tape. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Utah with a loss. Arsenal lost. Man City lost. Kansas, uh, Kent State lost. Uh, so that puts Ooh. me at 33-27-2. and 33-27-2. Still a winning record. And uh, if we go by percentages, I am blowing the shit out of Mike. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, Is that hey. the kind of podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said you were more Yang this week, I guess. <laughs> wow. Well, I can only hope that your streak continues, Dave, because you are still well out in the lead. 
Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Jeff. And last week, um, I actually had a surprisingly good week. I shouldn't say surprisingly. I thought I was going to go four and zero, but it didn't happen. I went three and one. I'll Ooh. take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. The uh, the loss was on a uh, on an over um, for the Suns and the Celtics. It just didn't even get close. So I can't even say that I was in the ballpark. But uh, the the Rockets came in luckily with a hook, and then I had uh, Pistons and Yale as well. So. All that looked pretty, pretty good, but that puts me at 20 and 23. And while I am not committing to blowing anybody, at least I am beating Mike. So that's, <laughs> so that's, that's off to a great start today, ladies and wow. gentlemen. That's yes. what we're going to be talking about today. All right. confused this week. <laughs> All right, let's get into our daily picks. Changing the topics, get into the dailies. Mike, what do you like for your daily picks today? In my darkness retreat, I asked about daily wagers and none were given. <laughs> the, the darkness said, stay away. Yes, I have zero daily wagers wow. for today. That's a great podcast. What are you yes. picking, nothing? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry some secrets were revealed they will be revealed shortly revealed right. again shortly again right. yes I think can't, can't, wait. Now. can't wait um, no i think mike Daily is still wait. in his darkness retreat uh yes. dave, what? dave what do you got going on do you want to pick anything today <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not going to pick anything. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's the point of this. All right, so here, here's my uh, here's my dailies here today. I have two. So again, not uh, betting with my heart here, just betting with the uh, with for Team Wallet here. But I'm going to take the Cavs over two twenty four and a half uh, today. Um, my second pick here as well, and they're they're down uh, playing the Pelicans. Pelicans are they got a bunch of people that are hurt. Uh, but they are still putting up a bunch of points, and the Cavs have come into their own right now as well. So I like the 224.5. Um, my other one is Xavier minus seven at Butler. Um, Xavier playing great ball. They're uh, picking it up right now uh, near the end of the season, and uh, Butler is just having a dismal year. So I am taking Xavier minus seven at Butler. Excellent. Thanks for picking something, Dave. No smart guy basketball, huh? Uh, well, Xavier is kind of smart. They're, they're relatively smart people over there. The, uh, I so I, I unfortunately, I'm not going to gain any ground on you on my daily picks, uh, Dave, because I too like uh, Xavier over Butler at six and a half, minus six and a half for Xavier. Xavier, they're ranked 13. If you look at some of their their numbers that they put up, it is just uh, not. It did uh, on paper, it just looks like it's it's unmatched, right? Because they are. Uh, for points per game, Xavier's at 84 and Butler's at, at 67. That puts the, the ranking at sixth for Xavier and 308th for Butler. <laughs> it's a big difference between that that group, right? And, wow. Uh, they're Xavier's third in all of college basketball for field goal percentage, and they are 19th for pace. And they are like low teens, I think 17, that's high teens, for uh, their offensive rating. So they are looking really good coming in this game. This was like, this one was like, games and just add a little color to Dave to make you feel better about the bet is that you know I, I looked at this uh not only are they kind of Xavier coming in off a week of rest right a week of rest where Butler played earlier this week you compare the, the, luckily this doesn't happen often in sports but this just happened you want to compare apples to apples right 
So Xavier just played, was it, uh, oh my gosh, was it St. Bart's? That, is that a team? Am I making that up? Let me do a quick. That's a high school team. Let me let me do a quick uh, quick check on myself. St. John's. St. John's, thank John's. you. I wrote down something wrong here. I just read. Clearly. <laughs> Sorry, say, I couldn't read my own handwriting. Uh, so they beat, they beat St. John's by 25 points. Xavier beat them 25 points when they when they played them on Saturday. And then Butler played them this week, and they only beat them by two. Right? So you want to compare about, you know, playing equal teams and about the performance they can they, they can uh, throw up there. I think that that's, that's a good indicator for Xavier to be able to destroy Butler as well. So the I do like The real question is, is, how do you misread Johns as Bart? Because I said, I, I wrote St. Beat is what I wrote. Oh. I wrote instead of they beat St. John, I wrote St. Beat for some reason, but I'm glad we were able to clarify oh. that for the audience. Okay, good. good yeah. Good. I think yeah. the real question is how you don't have a daily pig. <laughs> oh, hey, you do not question the darkness retreat. I mean, you just take in what you're given. I mean, Mike, we'll give you the opportunity for the daily right now to change your mind if you want to take Butler, if you want to gain some ground. <laughs> nope, too late. This, too much this spirit say no. So Wait, no. that the, eight ball. the magic eight ball said no. I'm sorry. All right, all right. So we got uh, Xavier uh, for me and Dave, and Dave, you also like the was it the Cavs over right for the daily? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Oh no. Let's oh, get no. into the next section here, where we like to take our units and stick it in one place. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the hail mary. That's the wrong Headed one. For the end zone, and it is. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Let's let's go over to where we really want to stick our units. We'll fix this in post. It'll all be great. <laughs> no, we're not. I know. There we go. Woo, Friday morning. Yeah. And make that money. Make it and make it good. So we are talking about our locks of the week. Locks of the week. Mike, let's go to you first because you're probably just going to pass. Do you have anything you'd like to pick for today? In my darkness retreat, I was I was given some information, but nothing was formally given to me as a lock. So again, I have to abstain from the lock bet. Fantastic. Uh, Dave, what do you got for your locks? <laughs> Our guest picker next week will be somebody <laughs> other than Mike. Um, <laughs> my lock of the week here is... Um, I got Philly minus one and a half. Oh, that's a nice lock. That is my lock of the week. You were talking about the, you were referring to the Eagles. The who Eagles are... in the, in the bowl that is super. I agree. That is Ooh. going to be super. That's your lock. Nice. Do you have any other locks of the week, Dave, that you could possibly lose on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do have a Hail Mary and I do have some best of the rest. Oh, good, well, good, so good, I, good. I, All right. I will actually participate here today. Thanks. I, the, the audience really appreciates the participation. Um, I have a lock too, surprisingly. You know, I thought we, I thought I'd go out on a limb here and pick a lock of the week. Um, and I'm going back to the game that Dave already mentioned. We were just in sync this week. I like the Cavs and, and Pelicans, um, but I like the Cavs here. I like the Cavs minus two and a half. Um, their their defense is going to dominate this game. They're number one rate, de- number one defensive rating here on the Cavs. And uh, you know, like you said, uh, Dave, the Pelicans are are banged up. They're seventh in the in the West. In the last ten games, they've been three and seven. Uh, they haven't been uh, looking all that great, but also one thing I liked about this is that uh, Garland and uh, uh, Mitchell 
are both rested and are going to play today. So that's going to make a big difference in this game. And it's even nice that the Cavs were able to destroy the Pistons without them uh, earlier in the week. So that was, that's a good sign too. So I do like all of those indicators. Two and a half looks pretty nice. I actually like the Pelicans as a team, but they have been able to pull things together. And and with Zion being out, it just hasn't been the the same kind of team on the court. But uh, I think tonight Cavs are going to come in with a, a solid uh, solid win here. So take Cavs at minus two and a half at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight for the lock of the week. And we're going to make it rain. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. I, I, I do like that pick. I just don't want to uh, be the like on them like I have been in the past. Right. And fun fact, Cavs Ooh. have the most 10 point victories in the nba at 25 really wow yeah. that they is blow a fun fact out. i know i'm really i really appreciate you contributing mike hey <laughs> gotta keep my roster spot somehow <laughs> okay so now let's go over to where we need to go long and deep looking to score dropping back in the pocket looking there's the hail mary headed for the end zone and it is our hail mary picks of the week now and i'm gonna do it again i'm gonna set it up hey mike you yeah. got a hail mary that you'd like to pick this week in my darkness oh, i was God. i i said a lot of prayers but none of them were Hail Marys. So again, I have to abstain from the Hail Mary pick. Just this week. Fantastic. All right, Dave, over to you. He's not the best color man for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, Oh, we get in the major league soon. Don't worry. Yes. Uh, My Hail Mary for this week is, uh, and we're gonna go over to the Premier League. And uh, I got Leeds playing against Man United. Uh, Man United is up there. They're number three on the table. Uh, but Leeds has been playing some uh, inspired uh, soccer or football, as some would say it. And this is a true um, Hail Mary because Leeds is plus 270 on this. So if I'm going to do a Hail Mary, this is going to be the one. Um, and so I got Leeds plus 270 over Man U. Nice. Wow. You really turned on your team quick. Team That's Wallace. Man City, dipshit. <laughs> you, all I heard was man. <laughs> mm. Is that what was uh, involved in your dark uh, retreat there? <laughs> it was dark. <laughs> Some slots and dark and Stop it. mud pit. Stop <laughs> that, it wasn't a, that wasn't a sandwich, Mike. <laughs> all right uh, for my hail mary pick of the week i'm keeping it on the court here i um I have hail mary true hail mary in its most pure sense taking the rockets at heat tonight getting 10 and a half points Ooh. i think the rockets are going to be able to keep it close the uh, rockets are 15th in the west against the heat sixth in the east um, Green is healthy, put up 41 points in a very, very tough loss of their last game. They lost 32, uh, 130 to 128, and uh, they're on a four-loss losing streak. They are going to keep this game close. They're going to try to win this game outright. Um, and if you look at some numbers, I thought it was surprising that both these teams, even though the rankings are vastly different and where their standings are, is that they're both tied in the, their points per game, which I thought was rather interesting for their for a stat. But the one that really sold me on this one, as you guys know, is that Houston is number one in offensive rebounds. I was I was wondering if it was offensive rebounds. 
they're going to keep that game close because of their ability to have offensive rebounds. I mean, the Heat has a better defense, no doubt. Can't can't argue that. They are they have a better defense on the court. It's going to be something that you contend with. But Rockets will be able to put up points. They'll be able to keep the ball on offense with those rebounds, and I think they'll keep it under 10.5. I don't know if they can win outright. That's going to be a tough thing to accomplish. But 10.5, I think it's going to be uh, doable. So take that as my Hail Mary of the Week, 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Tonight, tonight. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone, and it is. That's our Hail Mary picks of the week, at least from two of us. So I've got some one I got last fun time. fact for you, Jeff. What another fun fact? Yes. Uh usually when a team leads in offensive rebounds, that means their team can't shoot. But they're getting second chance points. Yeah, second chance points. That means they miss a lot of shots. Everybody misses a lot of shots. It's basketball. <laughs> <laughs> GPT working hard today. I don't know where it is. <laughs> chaos, Mike. Your comment that brought chaos to the this system. So let me let me do a quick let me do a quick look for you. I'm actually, I, I think you might be right. I'm not uh, not saying you're you're not right. I just want to see what the the averages are for their shooting percentages while I'm here. They are they have a better field goal percentage than um. What am I looking? Going the other way around. So heat. They have a better shoot, the better field goal percentage than the Heat. They are 45.4, the Heat are 45.3. So they shoot better field goals than the Heat do. Pretty much equal. I'll call that one even. They are 11th in the league for three-point field goal shooting. And they are tied again with the Heat for their percentage for field for three-point shots. Free throws, they kind of suck. So hope it doesn't come down to a close match at the end for the uh, for the win, but it won't. It won't. It won't happen that way because the, the line's too big. So, anywho, I agree. I think it's a good theory, Mike, and it's probably something to be pay attention to. But in this matchup, anyways, their numbers actually look pretty close for their percentages on shooting. So since it's close and since they do dominate on the board, so as offensive rebounds, I still think it gives them an advantage. So on the spot analysis on the fly. Good stuff. So, while, while, I mean, I know you're full of fun facts, but do you happen to have any best of the rest that you like to share with everybody? Uh, well, I was if giving you say darkness, giving I'm canceling your feed. <laughs> a lot of picks in my darkness retreat. Boop. None of them were the best of the rest. So, again, I will abstain from this category. But I have a feeling that the next one will be epic. Sure. Yeah. I was going to let that sit as long as I could. Just dead air on you, Mike. Dead air. Okay. So Mike did not have a daily, a best of the rest, a lock of the week, or a Hail Mary. So I like this. Uh, this seems like a good direction we're moving in. Uh, Is this darkness this- retreat, Mike? Your sleep last night? Did you take like a bunch of melatonin and you, know, you just woke up two minutes before the podcast and now you, it's the reason <laughs> uh, why you don't no have No comment. No comment. <laughs> Yeah. Next time I do no research, I'm just going to be like, ah, darkness retreat. <laughs> Dave, what do you like for your best of the rest? Best of the rest, uh, going back to the Premier League, uh, Wolves over Southampton, um, plus 152, believe it or not. Uh, this is not an underdog. 
uh, Southampton, if you pick them, they're plus 184. And if you want to pick the draw, it's plus 212. So no matter what, yeah, you just got to figure out which one you want to pick and go with it. Hmm. Yeah. Pick them both and middle it. Oh, wait, that won't, that won't work. Well, you could you could actually, if I wanted to, I could t- take the Wolves and take the draw um, and still make money there. So, uh, But uh, for the purpose of this podcast and actually placing a, uh, a wager or a pick, I'm going to pick the Wolves plus 152. Uh, two other uh, NCAA basketball uh, games as well. I got Kent State minus four at Buffalo and Siena minus four at Mount St. Mary's. So not quite smart guy at basketball, but close. Keep an eye on Siena too. That's it. I like, I like what's going on there. Good picks. I actually have two of my best of the rest. They, they, but I forgot. Well, one is, uh, is it is today as well, but I'll, I'll use it. Here's my best of the rest. Um, I like this. It's uh, Spurs at Pistons. Again, they looked at a lot of basketball. Spurs at Pistons. And this is, again, basing my entire theory here on teams that are terrible and they're not going to be able to perform. So I have the under here. Their under's at 234 and a half. 234 and a half. I say take the under. Spurs are 23rd and Pistons are 25th in points per game. If you look at their average points they put up in the last 10 games, you add them together, quick math, comes up with 224. So that is a 10 point difference between what their average scoring has been versus what their what their under is or the total points is, is at for this game. I think that's a nice margin to look at. Plus the Pistons just got smoked by the Cavs. They only put up 85 points. 85. In today's basketball game, that's like halftime. So like that's a low right. that's a low amount of points for the Pistons. So they're coming in cold. And you look at just basing this on teams who suck. Spurs are two and twenty, and the cat and the Pistons are two and eight. Oh. Plus they have injuries. Plus trades just happen. Plus chaos. I think this game stays well under. I almost picked it as my lock of the week, but I, I backed off of it. I like this game a lot. Seven p.m. tonight. Spurs and Pistons take the under of two thirty-four and a half. My other best of the rest. Not much to say here. Is Eagles. Super Bowl, let's do it. I like the Eagles at one and a half for so many reasons, but mainly just because I fucking hate the Chiefs. So go Eagles. And I think that uh, that one and a half line is, is quite good uh, here. So now David is in agreement and Mike abstained. So uh, those round up the best of the rest. But I have to admit, I know Mike is building towards a dramatic conclusion. I know that he would not leave our audience hanging without his valuable insight on what games to pick and where to place bets here for this week. So I know it's going to happen. I know we're getting into the next segment to talk about the superb owl and all of the great stuff that we can uh, have going on with the Super Bowl. So I don't know where to kick this off, except back to you, Mike. We're going to kick it off. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. What do you got? Where do you want to start? Yes. In the darkness retreat. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I know. Uh, it was revealed to me in a quote from the greatest baseball manager of all time. Tony Lasorda? Revealed to me. Now it's the famous coach, Lou Brown, from Major League. He said, I think it's going to take 32 more victories to win this thing. And I was revealed... 40 prop bets, which I must take in order to overtake Mr. Dave. Hold on, hold on. I, I know maybe I was not awake yet. Did you say 
you have a list of 40 prop bets that you're going to recommend for the Super Bowl? I have 40 prop bets. 4-0. I recommend, which tell a story of exactly how the game is going to go. Awesome. I can't, this is this is great. This is great. So I knew you were building to something, Mike. I knew yeah. that's where you were going. So I think you should just jump into this because you got 40. I'm going to go get some coffee. Okay. So first off, I think the coin toss goes heads. Minus 100. We're going to start with the coin toss. Yes. But that's my only risky bet. And the rest of these are all logical. So... <laughs> I think that logical and prop bets. Yes, I think that Philly (laughs) is going to treat this as a normal game. So Philly will defer the kick to the second half, whereas Kansas City is going to feed off that nervous energy by Philly because Kansas City has been to three of the last five Super Bowls. They're going to want to take the ball. Mahomes has been in this position. They want to go down and put pressure on it immediately. So I think the Chiefs minus 110 to receive the opening kickoff. Now, saw a story from Pat McAfee. He's a uh, kicker. Uh, I don't know if he was telling the story about one of his other kickoff friends, because I know he's the punter, correct? But he was saying that he was inter- he was interviewing another kicker who had to do the opening kickoff in a Super Bowl. First time there. Of course, even the kickers are nervous. Everybody is nervous. So he could not really focus on the ball. Flashing lights are going off because of all the flashes. He was like, I just want to be able to make contact with the football. So I don't think the opening kicker is going to be able to get a full kick. He's going to be nervous. Adrenaline's pumping. Flash is going off. He just wants to make contact. So I don't believe there will be an opening touchback. So that's plus 150 that you will not get a touchback on the opening kickoff. And, of course, Philly's going to be kicking off because Kansas City is going to be receiving the ball. So that's three of my prop bets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, Super Bowls notoriously start slow because, again, both teams are nervous. They're trying to settle in. First drive, I don't think there's going to be a score within the first six minutes of the game. I think so. That's minus 115. No scores within the first six minutes of the game. I also think that you can take first drive punt, minus 130. Again, the nervousness. I think uh, from there, uh, that's mainly the start of the game. So after about six minutes in, there won't be any scores. So I took the total of nine and a half under for the first quarter at plus 10. See, there's a story building here. You understand this? 40 minutes later. Yes. (laughs) So that's basically how I see the beginning scripted. First quarter, very low scoring, people settling in, etc. Now I will go over the rest of my prop bets. I think the first team to score will actually be Kansas City. They're minus 105. I do think the first team to punt will be Kansas City at minus 130, which goes along with there'll be a first drive punt and with Kansas City wanting to get the ball. I think, uh, let me see, the first score will be a field goal, plus 135. 
again. I think Kansas City punts. Philly gets the ball back and punts. Kansas City will actually start to settle things. They'll score the first field goal. So it'll be 3 nothing Kansas City. And I also have Kansas City as the first score. First points, Chiefs, minus 110. After the first quarter, things, things settle down and their offensives come in. So I have the second quarter of 14. I have over, minus 120. So I think there'll be some scoring. It'll be about, you know, it'll be about 3 nothing after the first. And then Philadelphia will be driving at the end of the first quarter. Get it down to about the 10-yard line when it goes right into the second quarter. So the score right away, Kansas City will answer. Philly will tie it up at the halftime, which gives me my 17 points in the third in the second quarter. I'm sorry. So now, I think overall, Philly minus one and a half wins the game. That's just a regular standard bet. So I guess I don't make up any ground on, on Dave there. But I think that the Eagles have more net yards minus 130 they have more first downs at minus 130 ah uh, where was it who knows uh let's go into some individual people i think mahones has over one and a half touchdowns minus 225 i think mahones passing has, or just overall yes overall two touchdown passes so that's touchdown passes not just yes. touchdowns Correct. Touchdown passes. I think okay. he has over one half interception. I think he does throw an interception. I think Jalen Hurts has over 49 and a half yards rushing. I think that's going to be the key to the Eagles is that uh, Hurts will run. Hurts will run, pick up those key first downs when they need it, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. Um, I have both field goal t- kickers, Jake Elliott and Harrison Buckner having over 1.5 field goals. Uh, Elliott for the for uh, Philly is minus 120. Buckner is minus 140. I think Travis Kelsey gets his touchdown. That's minus 100. I think Jalen Hurts scores a touchdown. So he has to either catch one or run it in, not pass. From plus 115. And I think Kelsey scores the first touchdown at plus 300. Because again, that that's yes, the first touchdowns for Kelsey. The last team to score will be Kansas City, but the last team to score will not win the game. Plus one ninety, I think Kansas City scores a late touchdown right at the end, tries to scramble to do an onside kick, or they kick a field goal because they're going to be down about ten in the fourth quarter. They're either going to kick a long field goal to try to do the onside kick to go in or kick a t- or score a touchdown and try to do an onside kick. I think Jalen Hurts wins the MVP at plus 125. Uh, Travis Kelsey will have over 78 and a half yards at minus 110. Hurts completions over 21 and a half at minus 130. Mahomes completions over 24 and a half at minus 150. I have the first half under of 24. They score three in the first, 17 in the second, gives me the 20 points. 24 is the expected total. 
I think Hertz has over 247 and a half yards passing. I think Mahomes has over 291 yards passing. Miles Sanders over rush and receiving yards of 67 and a half yards at minus 120. He plays for Philly, Jeff, just so you know. Hertz over 31.5 passing attempts, minus 110. I have Travis Kelsey over 9.5 targets. Minus 115. Philly can't cover Chelsea. Kelsey, sorry. Uh, I have Hertz's first rush length of more than three and a half yards at minus 150. I think it gets to a third and six. First drive or second drive. Mahomes or uh, Hertz scrambles for first down. Gets me that points. I have Jalen Hurts' first pass attempt is a completion, minus 210. I have Mahomes' first pass attempt is a completion, minus 220. I have, oh yeah, I already said that once. No scores within the first six minutes of the game. And I have total missed field goals slash extra points was one and a half. I'm taking the under. That's the only real sure bet I have, minus 280. And that, my friends, gets me my 32 wins, a bottle of bourbon, and a steak dinner. How do you get a steak dinner out of it? Well, because I'm going to win the contest, and I get dinner. No, that was from the that was from the uh, the bowl picks, which oh, I already bullshit, won. Sally. Yeah. No, it was a bottle of bourbon. bourbon. At a hundred dollars, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, you look so excited. I'm still trying to process what you just did. So I think for the purposes of this, uh, for tracking purposes, I think you need to type all that out and put it on the the Twitter site so we could follow that excitedly. uh, I I don't know how many characters I'm allowed, but you might have to do a couple. Right. Yeah. Or you can put it in a Google sheet. And no. share the link to the sheet publicly. Ooh, there you go. Without allowing editing access. So uh, in real time, you could update your bets as you creep up to uh, beating Dave. Not a bad idea. That's my plan. Thank you, Lou Brown. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I mean, there's a, a lot of a lot of stuff you mentioned that, I mean, it would take a long time to, to unpack a lot of that. Dave... Did you hear anything in particular that you were in agreement uh, or or vehemently against that uh, that Michael brought up? Uh, yeah, so there's one, uh, but there's a separate uh, uh, line prop for this, and it's a score in the first seven minutes Ooh. in the first quarter. And I took a yes on that, which is minus mm-hmm. 185. And then um, Chiefs over a half the over under for rushing TDs is a half. So they're either going to score a rushing TD or they're not going to score a rushing TD. So I have that at plus 105. They have actually not scored a rushing TD in the playoffs, hmm. believe it or not. So hmm. I think they change that up and I think they actually get that in the Super Bowl here. Um, but again, I think uh, my, my theory on the Super Bowl is that Philly will get up and just like Mike said, and they're going to be up by more than two scores or two scores uh and i think they're going to slow it down and 
pound the ball a little bit more, which is going to shorten the game. And so that will wipe out about half of what Mike said. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I know I, I had some ideas for uh, the prop bets as well, but I'm actually going to concede to Mike's uh, giant list of prop bets because I think our audience needs to focus in and the, into the the process that that Mike outlined and the story he's trying to tell. So I don't want to uh, detract from that or spend any more time because you went through a lot of the prop bets. But I have to admit, you didn't pick a lot of the fun ones. So yeah, I got a couple things here for you guys. How, just just a, this is not a prop bet. This is just a question. You know how many other Super Bowls have been at uh, two or less points uh, for the spread? Do you know how many? And just wild guess. You're actually dumb. Two, only two other Super Bowls in the history of Super Bowls. That's wow. crazy. Didn't know that. Who were they? Uh, uh, Chiefs 49ers in 2020 and Seahawks Patriots in 2015. And those were both close games. Crazy. If you had to put an estimate on the amount of increase in gambling from 2000, from last year to this year for the whole season, right? What do you think that percentage change has been year over year? Oh, I know. This is a lot because now there's a lot of legal gambling. So I don't know an exact percentage. Just guess. 300%. I was going to say 300% too. Actually, you guys went a little higher than I thought. It is 61% up from a year ago because there's been, I think, six states that opened, four states, four additional states that launched online sports betting. And the total estimated amount that is to be wagered, maybe this is just for the Super Bowl. But regardless, just for the Super Bowl is $16 billion. Yes. $16 billion wager. Yes. And I can add a little bit to it. There's 54, 50.4 million people betting. So I worked, I did the math. People are averaging betting $17.46 on the Super Bowl. <laughs> Over. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, nice. I mean, that counts the people that yeah. bet like $6 million too, you know? So yeah. they throw it off a bit, but. Yeah, this is this is what I found surprising is that earlier this week they you know they're talking about the money lines on KC and uh, Philly, and the money line was minus one thirty three for Philly and KC plus one ten. Now sixty seven percent of the bets placed were on Philly. However, eighty percent of the money wagered was on Kansas City. So a lot of big money betters uh, going on to KC there, which you know kind of scares me initially. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But Mike, I, I do have a another another uh, prop bet that I think you should consider. Okay. And it, it will, it's a very important one. And this is what color is Rihanna's hair going to be at halftime? Hmm. Right. If you put a hundred dollar bet on it right now for it to be red, I think you can win three hundred dollars. I was actually going to see. I saw red. That's what I. I was going to say red. You can actually pick the over and under the number of hot dogs sold at the stadium, too, for the game. <laughs> well, that's just silly. But back to Rihanna. Did you guys know that she is the only billionaire? Did you know she was a billionaire? What? She's worth $1.4 billion, and she's the only wow. billionaire to ever perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. Hmm. The reason why that's important is because they don't pay people. Did you know that, too? They don't right. pay yeah, people. I knew that. That's crazy. They, they, because the exposure, because of all of the audience that they're going to be able to reach, 
that they say people actually pay a little bit to participate in it because of expenses and other things that need to be covered, but they don't get paid for it. Yeah. Just everything in the entertainment industry is like, oh, we'll pay you an exposure. Thanks. Well, well some of that is true. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. I understand some of that. I mean, they're building this huge platform that's going to reach billions of people that everybody's going to see you and watch you and all of a sudden everybody's going to buy your records. They still do that, right? That's what people are doing. Oh, yeah. Buy Rihanna this records. Guy printing them in the store. <laughs> There's another one. A weird one I, I saw here. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. So if you had to guess, bottom third, middle third, or top third, where would you put the Chiefs at Chiefs? And the Eagles, let's do it that way. Chiefs and the Eagles for their total amount of payroll compared to the rest of the NFL. Bottom third, middle third, or top third? Chiefs and Eagles. Middle. Well, I know Mahomes has a really big contract. I'd say the Chiefs are in the upper third, but I think the Eagles are in the middle term because Hertz is still on his rookie deal. Both teams rank in the bottom third of in the league of uh spending. Wow. Both teams are in the bottom third. I did not know that. I thought the same thing, Mike. I thought the exact same thing that you were you were saying there. With those big contracts, like, there's no way. But no, that's what this uh, stat has, and this has to be true because I found it online. <laughs> yes, because there's <laughs> nobody that lies on the internet. All right. Well, that 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 brings uh, that brings my fun facts to a close about the the Super Bowl. It's going to be a great game. Always a lot of fun. I'm in it for the commercials too, but it's also going to be a good game this year. I really cannot wait to see the Chiefs' sad faces when they lose, and then I will have a little bit of joy in that fact. Um, but I also can't wait to see Mike's face when he loses two thirds of those prop bets. <laughs> <laughs> We should have had a ranking for first, second, and third, but no, I'm just kidding, Mike. I, you did a great logic, and you told a good story, and it makes sense. It just we'll see how it plays out, right? That's what prop bets are all about. Right, and, and but the thing is, if one of those pieces fall in line, you know I'm going to win a string of them. Can I bet on that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like a meta prop bet, a, bet yes. a, a grouping of your prop bets. Awesome. So, Super Bowl, anything else, guys, that we didn't talk about yet for the Super Bowl that our audience would be interested in as they're still making notes on Mike's picks? It's not, well, are we, are we in the news yet or no? We're still doing last, last comments on Super Bowl before we move on. Said it again, Super Bowl. I got nothing. Sweet. The news, Mike. I know news. you had some news. In the darkness, <laughs> you heard some news. No, this was actually revealed to me in the light, so... I got, you got to feel bad for, uh, there's a pitcher for St. Louis. His name is James Naley, N-A-I-L-E. All right. He was, he just had a birthday yesterday or it was two days ago. His 30th birthday. He was very excited. Cardinals tweeted out, happy birthday to James. Congratulations on turning 30. Fast forward five hours later. St. Louis picked up another relief pitcher and designated James Naley for assignment. <laughs> like, wow, that is such a dick move. <laughs> That's wish someone happy birthday. And then five hours later, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I disagree here. I don't, I, I separate the two. They're not, they're, they're totally mutually exclusive. You can be cool to somebody because you're a decent person and be like, hey, how's your mom? Happy birthday. What's going on? And then you can be like, well, sorry, we made a business decision to uh, to release you. 
I think you can have that conversation and it may not be a dick move. Yes, in management, as you can tell. <laughs> I mean, okay, so the optics of it are weird. The optics are weird, right? It's you, like you can wait to the next day to release him. It's not going to ruin anything. Five hours. Like, that trade just didn't happen after they, like, they didn't post the happy birthday and then the trade happened. And he's like, who can, oh, we can cut this guy. But you're making the assumption that the person who says happy birthday or even keeps track of birthdays is the same person that's responsible for trading people. Those two people aren't talking. The guy that set the trade up wasn't concerned about when his birthday was. I, I I just thought that was a total dick move. Optics wise, I can see though. It does look weird. Hey, we love you. Happy birthday. Later. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Just senior management. <laughs> Mike sees this move. He doesn't know what's going on down below. <laughs> Mike sees this move to break up with the girls before, too. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, yeah, we're breaking up. I don't want to see Just once. Again. I'm not proud. Happy birthday. I didn't prepare anything for your birthday, so we're breaking up. That's just what the darkness told me. <laughs> I was in the dark. <laughs> I think Mike uh, got drugged. You gotta make me look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you do that pretty well by yourself. <laughs> hey, Any other news, news, Mike, that I can make fun of? Oh, we're gonna pause for a Zima break. What was the question? <laughs> any other news? Oh, I asked. I asked if anybody else had any other news. I, I, that was my story. And I had the I had sixteen billion dollars in Super Bowl bets, but you stole my thunder. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, sixteen. That's okay. We had the same fun fact. It's a huge number, man. It's it's, it's not even it is. about that amount of money. That's got to be bigger than some GDPs of countries. I'm sure it is. Sure, it is. but it's a week. So you know, the whole idea is that they kind of balance it out, and some people are going to win, some people are going to lose. It's not like every. It's not like, like someone's going to lose sixteen billion, right? It's going to kind of no. I'm guessing the casinos probably make some money. Just a guess. Good. They're the only winners. Except for us. That's true. And us. Casinos yeah. so, and us. <laughs> yes. I would like to uh, congratulate the Nets on blowing up their team in four days. Uh, congratulations on that. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'd like to congratulate uh, LeBron on uh, surpassing Kareem. Did you see on, that, guys? Uh, did you see that? I was watching was awesome. the game. I turned it on about maybe five minutes before it all happened because I saw some alerts going on. And I was shocked, shocked that they stopped the whole fucking game. And they like had speeches and like, a, you know, like a parade went through. Like it was very strange just in the middle of a game to do that. Like I thought they'd wait till the end. <laughs> like, you know, I was just looking around like that's, that's odd. That's odd. And Kareem yeah. obviously looked a little uncomfortable. And LeBron then throws out the F-bomb. Like it was, it was weird. All weird. Yep. And then congratulations to Joe Thomas on getting uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. So first uh, first ballot. Good for good for him. It's one thing that Browns have won. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know, back, back to LeBron. I think that's awesome, too. But I just want to go back to LeBron for another fun fact. I just thought of it is that how many people are within 10,000 points of LeBron James in, in NBA history? Within 10,000 points of where LeBron's at right now. No. I want to say, I don't think, I think it cuts off at Jordan. He's five, so I think four people. I think it's seven, but I still thought that was a crazy number that it was seven oh, yeah. people that were in 10,000 well, points. It's going to be yet. zero. 
because he's going to play for another three years. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's going to be an even bigger number. You're absolutely right. But I thought that was just shocking to think it's that large of a spread between the the top of the scorers and everybody else. Well, I have a couple of LeBron James fun facts, too. He needed 36 points, and he got that in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. At age 38, playing on a a fairly bad Lakers Lakers team. team. Yeah. Like, he just decided... Oh, I'm just gonna score 36. Like, and he's not a scorer. I mean, he is, but he doesn't. He's not a score first person. In fact, they said if you take the same shooting percentage that Jordan had, and oh, I'm sorry, the same shooting percentage that they both have, and take and LeBron took as many shots as Jordan, he'd have like 46,000 points. Yeah, LeBron would because LeBron doesn't shoot as much. Right. I mean, he would just be miles ahead of everybody. He's going to finish probably top three in in steals, uh, rebounds, assists, and be the all-time leading scorer. And so, yeah, no one's going to touch him on numbers. Right. I agree. But people don't like him. Like, he's never had a scandal. He, he's built schools. He's like... <laughs> no. Like, he's, he married his high school sweetheart. He's a great father. <laughs> like, there's no scandals anywhere. He takes care of his mother. Like he probably he probably eats the daily recommended servings of vegetables too. And he'd be like, that guy. <laughs> it is strange the hate. I, I just it, I think it's just common for people to um, just just rebel against greatness. I mean that's kind of why I hate Tom Brady. Like I don't even against him personally, um, but I mean I hate Tom Brady because of his. Tom his Brady life. did start dating Giselle. Right after he, he broke up with his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, so. yeah, that that was a that's a dick move. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, and he did deflate his balls. Yeah, he's crazy. also involved in the. There's three cheating scandals in the last like 30 years in the NFL, and they all involved Tom Brady. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Fun fact. There's reason to cheat. There's reason to hate him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but bring it back to LeBron, though, I agree. Like, I think he's he's going to dominate his numbers. I mean, just the part of the game that I watched, Lakers look terrible. I mean, this Lakers just look so yeah. bad in the part of the game that I watched. But he had, like, four or five rebounds in the few minutes that I watched. I'm like, is anybody else even doing anything out there? I mean, they have one guy yeah. that was able to drive the lane, but I was like, I and, and I don't know. I just, I just I saw how bad that, that team, Lakers team, really is in the because I haven't watched many of those uh, many of those games, but it was great to see him him break the record. It it was a nice speech besides the f bomb, and again, it's just totally shocked that they shut down the game. Then they go back to playing, like oh, let's let's go play, let's go play more. And they put yeah. LeBron back in. Like eh, there's only like 40 seconds left of the third quarter, or whatever it was. I'm like why don't you just sit him for 40 seconds? Like why did you put him back in after just having the mic on like live TV talking about all right. this stuff? They're like oh yeah, go back out and play for 40 seconds. Like ah, you could you could even got a breather. <laughs> Can I get a break? Can I? <laughs> like, no, get back out there and work. Carrying your asses out here. You only put Give up 36 this game, LeBron. There's a whole quarter to go. You need to hit 60 this game. Let's go. Let's go. Only chance right. the Lakers got. Make that money. All right. All right. Good Good job, LeBron. Fan of the show, by the way. Fan of the show, LeBron. That yes. was out, that's yes. out for you. Uh, congratulations. And I know that was the congratulations you are probably waiting for. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's at that note, let's wrap it up. If you like what you hear, make sure you download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend because sharing is caring. And follow us out on Twitter where Mike's going to post all of those prop bets at you bet underscore podcast. You bet underscore podcast out on Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. Enjoy the Super Bowl weekend, everybody. Put those bets in. May the odds forever be in your favor. Good luck, everybody. Have a good weekend. See ya. Peace.